This has been brought to you by Uncle Nerys 1856 Premium Whiskey. Remarkably smooth and aged to perfection. The best in class whiskey honor. Tennessee's premier master distiller and teacher, Nearest Green. Known to his friends and family as the nigga who invented Jack Daniels. This nigga was crazy. He invented Jack Daniels and told that white man, hey, fuck you, this is my whiskey, bitch. To that white man said, you y'all get kind of nasty with me, boy, I'm gonna hang you on a, on a stick. And he said, fuck you, white man, I'm gonna run to Canada and I'm gonna make my whiskey and be famous anyway. He said, oh, my dead body, nigga. And he shot him. This is a new motherfucking intro. Cause someone don't want their voice on the show. So now we have a new motherfucking intro. So sit back and enjoy the fucking show. Welcome to Decoding 40. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard that magnificent intro, so you know what time it is. This is the fastest, funniest hour in podcasting history and future present as well. This is Decoding 40, and I will be your humble host this week. This is your boy L.O. a.k.a. Jingle Jangle. (laughs) What's up? What's up? Your boy Vin in the building. Hope everybody's safe out there in this holiday seasons. Seasons greetings. This is Alaric. I'm like, did this Negro forget to say his name? <laughs> no, it was like, I, I jumped over to do a search real quick. Oh. Because I wanted to make sure, because I was going to say happy Kwanzaa, but I wanted to make sure. Oh, okay. I you, knew you the right. To get your words right. Day your one. Right. Yeah. That's what's up. So, oh, um, gee. <laughs> as we do every week, I just want to invite everybody and thank everybody who's been purchasing merch. As you start to receive your packages, please take a picture and send it to us or, or tag us and we will repost it. Uh, go to decoding40pod.com for all your merch needs. If you need to give us a call, I would prefer and we would prefer if you text us at 619-940-4040. You can reach us on every platform known to man at Decoding 40. And with that, who would like to start our check-in as this is the second half to the first half of what l- clearly was our holiday party on the mic. Because <laughs> as I listened to the show, the drinks were definitely flowing and the slurs were definitely slurring. Yeah. So uh, this is the second half of that uh, episode. So who would like to start this check-in? I'll go first. Go for it. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Festivus. Happy New Year. Happy Three Kings Day or whatever you celebrate. Just want to say happy to all those people. Checking is good, man. Uh, kind of uh, like I said last week, I was, uh, you know, started the Uber thing, kind of uh, figuring things out, man. There's there's, a, there's always a angle to, you know, the hustle of doing that job. And you just got to know where to be and where to be, what, what time to check in and be on the, uh, on the clock there. So, uh, you know, doing well enough to support my habit of crack. And that's always good. You know, I could smoke more Eesh. crack now. And uh, hey, you know, nah, all jokes. Um, <laughs> so go out and buy those T-shirts and hoodies because, uh, man, I need some crack. This crack ain't going to buy itself. This crack is not going to buy or smoke itself. <laughs> no, uh, but no, nah, everything's everything's cool out there, man. Um, 
you know, the, the holidays were kind of quiet. Uh, went to a family friend's house where uh, she does it every year. Had a brunch. So there was champagne and more champagne. And then there was food. And Christmas was quiet. I don't know. I, I, I don't do the Christmas thing anymore. It's just, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I, I know what she wants. You know, she wants a guitar. So mm-hmm. we're going to go to Sam Ash and we're going to pick out a guitar for her. And, you know, she'll be happy. And, you know, every day is Christmas for her. Because every day there's something in an Amazon cart and it's, dad, can you please buy it? Or she, you know, somehow she gets she gets her mittens on some money and she buys it. So it's like every she has access to whatever she wants, whenever she gets it. So the whole Christmas thing, eh, we didn't do it. But, you know, like, again, I, I don't I, you, you, people out there who celebrate and, and had a great Christmas. I wish them the best. But it was all quiet, man. And we just, you know, we ate. Today, we did some running around, stopped at this uh, great Chinese restaurant in Bayonne, had some good food. Other than that, Coquito deliveries will be made on Wednesday this week. The ice cream is really, really hitting this year. A lot of people like this ice cream, and I want to bring it to the masses. And I'm really, really working on that, uh, especially uh, figuring out a way to ship it. There's people who do it, so I just have to get the, the correct shipping plug. So I can get the stuff to ship the stuff out of here. But for those who order it and taste it, you know, I hope you enjoy it. Give me my money. Cash app is due. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, no pay, no play. No pay, no play. And I want any listen, I, I, I'm, I'm asking you guys, the listeners, especially the ones in the New York area, New York, New Jersey area or around the world. Just, you know, if you have any advice for for a budding business like this, you know, please don't hesitate to check in with us. And also, I want to start a subscription service with this ice cream, okay? On the low. It's not on the low anymore, but uh, <laughs> I'd like to start a subscription no. service. Respectfully, it's still on the low. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're doing- No disrespect to our listenership, but yeah. we need you all to spread the word. <laughs> yeah, um, you tell a friend and tell a friend. But the, I, I want to start a subscription service in the New York area. If I, I, if I could work out the bugs for the shipping, I definitely would do the shipping. It's real mom and pop, all natural ingredients. And listen, man, I you know, give a budding ice cream, coquito ice cream a chance. That's all I need. You know what I'm saying? Help a nigga out. You know what I'm saying? I got bills to pay. I got rent to pay. I got mortgages to pay. I got crack to smoke. Nah. <laughs> but yeah, man, other than that, that's uh, pretty much my checking. That's what's up. That's what's up. I'm glad you had a quiet and peaceful uh, holiday. Oh, for my check-in, well, I want to wish everybody a happy holiday, Merry Christmas, uh, happy Kwanzaa. This is the first day of Kwanzaa, which is Umoju, Emoja, Emoja, Umoja. I don't really celebrate Kwanzaa. Umoji! But my kids are learning about it in school, so I feel forced to cooperate. But they think they're getting more gifts. And I told them that is well, you don't get with this Kwanzaa. <laughs> that is, that's not what's going to happen. See, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't really participate in the whole uh, Christmas Anything. buying frenzy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't. And, and I'm, I'm really trying to stress to my family, like, do not overgive to these kids. Like, their birthdays were ridiculous. They got so many plastic things that they don't even play with anymore that are now, they're, they're not artifacts. They're, they're about to be part of the ocean. They're going to be out to sea in a minute. Choking um, some swordfish. Yeah. Choking some, choking some turtles mm-hmm. off sea the coast. Lions, of, uh, yeah. yeah. Galapagos. But, 
you know, as, as much as I try to like steer them away from the idea that this is a season for being greedy, <laughs> <laughs> it's like you, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> there's nothing you can do. So we go over to uh, my mother-in-law's house Christmas Eve and, you know, we're having dinner with her. The kids go into her house, did not take off their coats, did not take off their shoes, beelines to her living room where there are gifts under the tree and start shredding the packages. Nobody asked, is that for me? Nobody looked to see whose name was on it. <laughs> mine, mine, mine. Little animals, <laughs> seriously. And then, so the first package my, my daughter rips open is clothes. And she's like, is that it? <laughs> That's what you got me was clothes? Talking to her grandmother. Who, who got me this? I didn't I want like, no wow. mother on my pants. list. A pantsuit? Like, what am I, going to work? Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> right. Where are, like the I <laughs> Where are the toys? That's exactly. They were like, "Where are the toys?" But here's it. My my mother in law got my son a, a box of stickers, PJ Masks stickers, and I, what did my daughter get? It was another little small item, but they were they, they were happy with that. Mm. Like they they were completely like, "I got what I wanted." Rick they, got a stick on his head, but they right got now. a box. Of, he got a box of stickers, and I. That's what I mean. Like it just—it's just these small things it takes to satisfy, you know, what to satisfy whatever it is that they they think that they need. Mm -hmm. But they know that every stop we make, every relative that we go to see that comes to see us, is More. bringing them something, and that's what More. they're looking for first. More. Hands up! <laughs> I don't, I don't, I like, I don't even know how to slow that down. Yeah, hello. Where are the gifts? Man, I'm talking here. Where I'm handed, where are my gifts? What is don't, it you have for me? Look, hold on, hold on. Don't bring no socks business in here. Me <laughs> don't want no sweater, no art business. I want ties. Pure no, ties. No boots. No want, no want bear ties. Bear, bear, pure bear ties. Oh my goodness. Yeah, mm -mm. uh, yeah. In other interesting kid news this week, so one morning I, I decide I'm gonna stay in bed for a little bit longer than I normally do. Let the kids uh, go in my daughter's room and play, and I overhear my son asked my daughter, "What's the bad word?" And my daughter says, "The f word." And my son says, "What's that?" And she goes, "Fuck." <laughs> 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 Yo. Oh shit. So I'm in my bedroom and I overhear them and I am doing everything <laughs> to keep it down, right? Same day, I am just taking a quick nap on the couch, trying to feel guilt-free about taking a nap on the couch, and uh my wife and the kids are in the dining room and I was sort of in and out of my nap, but they were talking about my wife and my daughter were talking about something about bad words. And then my wife asked, do you know any other bad words? And she was like, yeah, fuck's a bad word. I was like, wow, wow. So clearly she has met her Vincent. <laughs> my child has now met her Vincent. The Genesis moment. Yeah. 
And um, hey, look, it's, as long as she uses these words correctly and not disrespectfully towards adults or other children. Like, and, where's my fucking toy? Or yeah. <laughs> you bought me another pair of fucking socks. <laughs> and that's where we draw the line. But if you stub your toe. And fucking you, rice and beans again. Which begs the question. Was she actually saying get funky? <laughs> no, she was not. She was. She said straight up fuck. Um, no, I mean, no. when she was younger, was what we just missed. Now we don't hearing. know. <laughs> now we don't know. Now I think they were just toying with me. Mm. Now I think they were just toying with me. They're like, yeah, let's let's freak dad out. And the crazy thing is, is that now she spread the fuck word to your son. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it taught in him pre, out. In pre-K. So you he's know gonna he, be like, so he's already yeah, twenty twenty three. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck? Get the fuck out my seat. <laughs> fuck is your problem? Fuck out. You here. want these blocks? Get the fuck, fuck out, out of here. here. <laughs> now I I I don't know what I do when I hear him start using it. I mean, you know, it's but you know, it's gonna happen. It's it gonna is, happen yeah. in this oh, world. Man. They're eventually going to learn these words. Yeah. And now I just feel uh, more comfortable playing 90s rap music in a car with them. This in. is true. Listen. Since they already know the words. Listen. This is true. Just sing along, kids. Listen, <laughs> I, 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 I know my oldest was 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 exposed to some some raunchy ass hip hop. And my youngest now, like, listen, you, you listen, you, you you know what cursing, cursing is. You hear me curse. You, stop it. Let's just not yeah. play games anymore. But at that age, you know, you try to you, you're trying to preserve that. And well, I, yeah, exactly. And I was going to say, uh, I think you want to make sure that they understand there's an appropriate time and place for that right. kind of language. My oldest seems to forget at times. He thinks he lives in his own apartment. And <laughs> I'll be like, yo, who is this kid right now? You would think he's playing the like Call of Duty. Yeah, you think he's game. playing Call of Duty or something. He's playing Smash Bros and is like, God damn. I'm like, this motherfucker, <laughs> right. bro. Yo, if you if if you put a microphone in this room when I get on the Xbox and play Call of Duty, son, the amount of language that comes out. And listen, I'm gonna tell you right now. This is a warning. 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 This is a warning. Warning. If you're a kid and you come ac come across Killer Castro, which is myself, you understand that when you agree to play Call of Duty, you gotta hit all these acknowledgments and shit. You gonna hear some inappropriate language come out of my mouth. Are there no age? Um, restrictions on these on these games like you can only play with this age group no 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 if a kid if you, you happen to get in a room with chat room well now that's this is the thing like i usually play with some friends of mine so we all have our own unique little game crew right okay but the way the game is now is that when you come in proximity of other players you can hear them so oh, now, God. so like I can be in a building and you can hear motherfuckers in your earphones like, oh, we're, we're in the next building. You, did you hear anything over here? No. I don't. So now you can hear these motherfuckers and you keep it quiet and you try to get them. But then it gets to a point where motherfuckers is talking shit. And then when they shoot you, they be up on your on the body like, see, you a bitch ass motherfucker. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. So there'd be a lot of shit talking. But sometimes there'd be little kids in there, man. But you know what? Your mother or your father allow you to play the game then listen you on the game you're gonna hear some shit and that's what a lot of these kids hear like your son was hearing shit way long time he didn't even know what some of this shit probably meant 
<laughs> some of the shit he was hearing in the motherfucking game. Hell yeah. If he if he had earphones and he was in proximity chat, you're gonna hear some shit. Well, is it you're just talking about Call of Duty though? I'm talking about any game that has a microphone and it, it, that has a microphone to it. You're gonna hear some shit. I don't care if it's wow. Smash Brothers. I don't care if it's Roblox. I don't give a fuck if it's if it's Minecraft. If you have headphones and you're playing with somebody and they can hear you, you're gonna hear some shit. I'm just gonna let you know. Well, that's enlightening. Yeah, man. I'm telling you. Like my I gave my my youngest my Xbox, my old Xbox. She gets on, I don't know if she plays Call of Duty or not. Um but she was like, oh, I, I want to play Call of Duty with you, Dad. And I was like, eh. Like, <laughs> uh, you ain't ready for this. <laughs> you know, I don't know. If, you're not ready for this shit. Because, like, me and my mans, you know, we be talking mad shit to each other. So it's just like, ah, oh, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, Yo, I'm just, I just had a thought, like, your daughter gets on, your man sees her, and she starts going berserk. And you be like, hey, man, that's my daughter. I don't give <laughs> Yeah. Because there's that, too. Wow. You play with people... And the thing is, you can be on a team and then motherfuckers start talking shit. Oh, there's a chick on it. Like women players or young women player get players get a lot of shit. Like if you hear a woman's voice, you got the type of motherfuckers who are just who hate women who be mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck out of here, bitches. And then you got motherfuckers trying to holler at chicks. This is crazy. It's like, I don't understand it. And the disrespect is ridiculous. Like because some of these women player out here, they can they kick ass, man. Like I've played with women that were nasty with the guns better than me. Mm. people who play play mm. but if you get on that chat you might hear some shit and that's the what truth a fascinating world yeah oh yeah <laughs> trust me your son was hearing shit you had no idea because when killer castro's on the mic i'm a different pro- i'm a maniac <laughs> in that fucking game yo <laughs> i'd be screaming my wife be like jesus christ you go it's, it's hard to believe that you're worse on call of duty than you are on this microphone <laughs> oh man listen because <laughs> his face and likeness <laughs> i want i want you to I, I i want anyone out there who has xbox or plays call of duty holler at me killer castro k-i-l-l-a castro k-s-t-r-o so killer K I L L. Oh, we'll, we'll put the intro. I mean, the, yes, the the yes the, tag, the screen name in the. Like, Holla at me. I, we yes. play all the time, son. I don't care what part of the world you're from, because I play with everyone from around the world. That's that's a crazy thing. You'll be in there with cats who don't speak no English, but somehow know how to call you a nigga. Well, yeah, there's that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, trigger warning. There's a lot of racism <laughs> on Call of Duty. Mm. Wow. But but see, but motherfucker like me i like that shit i like when i hear the blanquitos be talking that shit i'd be like yeah i'd be like i'm right here son come get it and me and all all the cats i play with we from the hood so we'd be like yeah come on come get this shit son we got you and then when you kill him oh that's just that's the best thing in the world because then they gotta go as a little bit and then, and then you send these motherfuckers to this shit called the gulag mm. They go to the gulag. Your son know what I'm talking about, man. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big kid. I'm gonna ask him about it. I'm gonna ask him about it. Yeah, he's gonna act like he don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, he I does know. that with everything. Profane language. Knock his head off. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Father, by what do you mean? Father, profane language. I, I have this. This is a rated G game. Okay, I don't hear anything. <laughs> I have a filter on my earphones. Yeah, yeah. that is my check-in. Um, fuck. Merch <laughs> drop. <laughs> <laughs> You are now listening to Decoding 40. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This has been from Decoding 40, letting you know about Decoding40pod.com. That's right, Decoding40pod.com. That's our new site that's got all our merch on it. 
Decoding40pod.com. Decoding40pod.com. So my check-in, uh, my wife and I are still doing Christmas up. The kids, I think they were up at four o'clock in the morning. I happened to already be up because I was uh, in the hallway uh, drinking and laughing and talking with some of my neighbors. So my son comes out of our apartment, runs down the hall and says, it's time to open the gifts. And I'm like, I'm still drinking and it's for something. So it's not time to open up the gifts. But he actually won that debate. <laughs> so what what is that actually called when it's drinking at four in the morning? Is that uh, it's, it's not uh, it's not brunch. No, it's what is it called? It's Michelob time. It's <laughs> <is> very special. <laughs> what is it? What is that? that that's like donch. <laughs> yeah, it's like pre pre-dawn drinking. Yeah. Donch. Um, yeah, that's a good word for it. So I'm having a good time with them. I will eventually go into the house so they can open up. They're ripping through uh they get all the things that they want. I was surprised he got a replacement to his Beats by Dre. There was no way I was replacing those things. Um, and I, my wife had suggested that we replace it. I was like, nah. But it's what our mother did. He broke them. He picked them up by one side, but apparently they were stuck on something. So he just yanked them and it cracked the uh, side headphone. So but I'm glad he got, got a new pair. The youngest now has a cell phone. So now he, he thinks he can use my charger to charge his phone because I have one of the a wireless chargers so now more of my space is going to be encumbered it it, it is and then we have just more devices in the house it's just crazy yeah. but the, the funny thing is i had intended to be done uh christmas shopping by at least thursday the latest but thanks to a nice little nazi sneaker company I had to go back out and uh, replace that gift because it's not going to get here till next week, which is so crazy because I, I I bought the pair of sneakers because it said they're in stock at the store. I'm like, boom, I'm going to just buy them, run to the store, pick them up. But then something happened. I was like, you know what? I'll go the following day. That way I don't even have to worry about when they'll get there or when they'll you know have them ready for me to pick up. Late that night, I actually got a message saying that the uh, sneakers were going to be shipped to the uh, flagship store. So I'm like, all right, cool. It worked out. Because if I'd have gone down there, I'd have been pissed. Turns out the sneakers were not actually shipped and they never made it to the flagship store. So I'm calling and I'm just trying to figure out, hey, what's up with these sneakers? I talked to the woman and she says, oh, these sneakers were supposed to be delivered on, I think she said the 20th. I was talking to her on the 21st or 22nd. So you're saying the sneakers are already there? No, they're still in transit. So why'd you tell me that they were delivered? Hold one second. So she puts me on hold for five minutes. She's trying to figure it out. And then she eventually tells me. When they're shipped to the store, there's no way for us to track them. What? I say. This is a billion double B company. And you're telling me you have inventory that moves from one location to another location. And no one knows where they are, where it is. It's in the phantom zone. Right. So she says, well, that's just the way they do it. I'm like, wow, that makes absolutely no sense. I'm going to get a job at this company so I can steal all the shit. Clearly. That, like, I, that is a, that's a lie. Yes, it is. I, one, it is a lie. But the fact that she felt comfortable saying that, <laughs> like, <laughs> why in the world where a company that's based on inventory not be able to track that inventory? Yo, hold up, hold up, hold up. She was, she was, she was in the cubicle and she tapped her friend and was like, yo, check this shit out. Check this, check what I'm going to say this motherfucker right away. <laughs> uh, um, we be taking, like, we ain't got no way to know where it's at. 
No, I don't even think I think she was like probably talking to a lot of stupid people the whole day and then someone yeah. really caught on to what she was saying and she was like oh mm-hmm. <laughs> hold please <Or> question <laughs> yeah because it was question. like how could you not have any okay if you don't want to give me the tracking number because it's an internal tracking number that's fine but there's no way that you all are moving inventory and not aware of where exactly it is yeah you can at least not after a couple of days my thing is you can at least know that it's in transit or it's at a way station right like everything has to be checked in everything's fucking barcoded exactly checked a thousand times so i get another message eventually from fedex that says because of the storm that a lot of shipments are going to be delayed. So I, I get that part, yeah. but I, I just was like, yo, she really tried to pull a fast one on me with, there's no, we have no idea what the uh, package is. So it's in the phantom zone pretty much. So uh, <laughs> hopefully it'll come sometime next week. <laughs> she was I'm, like, I don't have any answers and I need you to hang up. Yeah. So the other thing I wanted to, first of all, is brick in New York city. Oh, oh God. It's violently cold. It is. It is violently cold. It is like this. This. This wind. This hawk out here. Yeah, has a vendetta against everybody in the city. This hawk is like the G force bird. Remember the cartoon cartoon G. Yeah, exactly. The talons on this hawk. Right. Razor sharp, sharp, yo. Razor Razor sharp. sharp. If you go out there trying to play cute with no hat on, oh, dying. Your brain will be frozen. (laughs) Yeah. Quickly. Oh my God! I think Friday was the worst. Was that? Yes, yes, so yes, yes, yes. Friday morning, I wake up, um, taking the kids to school. It's a little rainy, mm-hmm. um, but not terribly cold. Drop the kids off. By the time I get home, the sun is out, and it's like fifty something degrees. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this day is not too bad. But I'm gonna pick up the kids from school. <laughs> oh my bill by three o'clock i'm like hmm, it's getting a little nippy out here <laughs> 4 15 <laughs> that motherfucker was pecking your face hawk was all in my it was like birds yeah he brought his yeah. friends he bought several other hawks yeah <laughs> Yeah, it was crazy. And matter of fact, Saturday was almost was bad because it just was just like what's what are the different categories of uh cold in New York? Uh hell right. nah, hell yeah, and uh something fuck like that. Yeah, like fuck yeah. out of here. Yeah, fuck yeah. out of here. It was fuck out of here. It was definitely fuck out of here, Cole. Yeah. Because I, I decided to go get a shave and um a haircut. And I, I don't know if I'm ever gonna be satisfied with this barbershop because now that I've got the barber, the other barber does not speak to me at all. It, it's like, <laughs> it's a wrap. Um, Fuck you, puppy. Yeah, yeah. But, yo, the music is so loud, and particularly around the holidays. Yo, I was sitting there. Yo, my brain was like, just run. Just run. Yo, you sent, he sent the text message. <laughs> I don't know if you heard it, Rick. He just, he just, I guess, was just put the shit on record and was yeah. recording what's going on in the barbershop. In my mind, all I could see was motherfuckers dancing and oh. pass, and passing the Brugal, <laughs> Presidentes, and, and somebody was in the quarter with a fucking plate of mango or something like that, just eating that shit. <laughs> Yo, you, you got three out of the four staples right. 
It oh, wasn't Brugal. It was Chivas Regal. Yo. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not a... Well, Chivas is a rum. Is Chivas a rum or, or a whiskey? It's a whiskey. It's a whiskey. Okay, yeah. The Brugal is a rum, so... Br- yeah. Brugal is a rum. Yeah, yeah. so... You had everything right, and I'm, and the wild thing is, I th- I don't know if it was. Oh no, somebody has sent this to me. Uh, sent a, a message about a post about uh, living next to Dominican uh, family in your building, and at like twelve o'clock they yeah, start to I, get 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 live. I think, I think I put that one in. The okay, show. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah. that's exactly how it is. But then at the same time, you're like, you get into the music, and it's like. <laughs> why? Why am I trying to sing the words of the Spanish song that I've never right. heard? You've never heard before. I've never heard, heard the song, <laughs> but now I'm, I'm I'm singing. I'm tapping. So, but and then the other thing is now my Barbara is fully acclimated into the space. So now everybody wants to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Now it takes a, a a longer time for him to cut my head because mm-hmm. he's getting stopped. I like when he first got here. He ain't talked to nobody. He yeah. just shaved and got you out to chair. Yeah. And uh, and matter of fact, I, I never mentioned it, but Vin actually get got to meet the two uh, barbers, or not meet them, but see them. Yeah, I did see them. I did see them. Yeah, and you came dude, up to the shop, the, and yo, dude, dude looked at me because I because first of all, I met L that day after I went and got my haircut. I go get right. a different barber, so I drove over there and I walked in and I seen the barber that L was talking about the the one he you know he he left for the other guy. Right. Uh, pause. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the guy looked at me and kind of gave me a dirty look. Oh, you weird. This fucking guy. Because <laughs> I came in, I saw L. I gave him a pound real quick. And dude just looked at me like, oh. Oh, <laughs> flatly the crew. And then, and then he's like, hey, why you coming here, Papa? You look like you just got your shit cut. <laughs> you trying to play games now? You fucking fucking with me, Papi? <laughs> oh, man. But that's but, a small uh, ass barbershop, too. It is. It is. It is. So, and, when you uh, play music above 10 decibels, you're going to hear every fucking thing, 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 thing. And ding, the music ding, that I've recorded, that's after they turned it down. Wow. wow. I, my head was like about to explode, but um, got out of there, had to run to the Bronx to get another pair of uh, sneakers because, you know, Nazi Adidas didn't have my sneakers or they didn't know where they were. Mm-hmm. So, um, Got back and chilled, and uh, it's been a nice, restful, and quiet weekend. We were actually playing Monopoly, which is why I forgot we got enthralled in the game. Mm. I wound up losing because my wife was cheating. Mm. But uh, <laughs> is that the story we're that. sticking with? No, that that is that is actually the story. Um, it's a hundred percent true, factual <laughs> facts. Be like, yo, how, how did you? When did you? buy Boardwalk and Park Place and put hotels on it. I didn't remember. Oh, that. no, she wasn't cheating like that. She was cheating by giving her away her, her properties to the boys, oh. um, which was preventing them from being knocked out the game because both of them should have oh. been out the game. Right. But she's selling property for like a dollar. Mm. She's so, being, she being mommy. Yeah. Yeah. There's no there's no room for that. There's That's no room, there's, room. There's no room for that in Monopoly. It's cutthroat game. Yo, when we used to play as kids, whoever whoever lost, son, they still picking up Monopoly pieces. <laughs> well, when we played every, in college, yo, son, when everything. when you're when you lost, your piece would get literally flown, thrown mm-hmm. yeah. off the board. Yeah. It it was it was equivalent to getting smacked with a white glove. Like, yeah. get out of here. Fuck out. <laughs> all, all she did was she just she was just a Fred Trump of the game. That's all. Pretty much. I, I told her, I, the reason why I'm losing is because of white supremacy. Exactly. <laughs> you are teaching these young men to the red line. <laughs> you have tipped the scales against another black man. 
you know, I, that's the thing I do like about this holiday season is like getting together with family. Cause like we got together, we couldn't get together with like my mom and my sister. Cause my sister mm-hmm. was just getting over COVID. She just tested negative yesterday. Wow. So, um, so we got to wait another two days before we can even visit. But you know, my, my sister-in-law and my brother-in-law, their significant others, my mother-in-law and then game night is, is like, that's like everything. Like I don't know if that's because we're old or, mm. or those were like some of the best times. Was, uh, even when I was when we were young, was playing games with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now we still we still like it. And shout out, I guess, to my sister in law and my brother in law who beat us twice in a, in spades, like mm. three fifty. Yeah, wow. they spanked us twice. But wow. we were just getting shit hands. We had terrible. You know when there's two seats that's cold and there's two seats that's hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you only see the big joker once, you know your seat's cold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Facts. They're like, ain't the possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, speaking of space, you know, I got into a, uh, I'll say a tete-a-tete with uh, some bot on Twitter because someone posted a hand from spades and said, how many books do you see? Hmm. And it was essentially like seven spades three aces, two kings, something like that. Damn. One, one, (laughs) right. One, one suit wasn't even, I think there was no hearts. So I said, it's at least eight, definitely a Boston based on what I'm seeing. And the person says that they, (laughs) that it's a complete Boston because they would lead with spades. And I said, I don't know what game you're playing, sir, but there's in no universe, at least in, not in this one, where you can lead with spades. Yeah, exactly. You, someone's got to cut first. Right. And that's exactly what I said. So we're going back and forth. And then somebody else chimes, ch- chimes in and says, well, in Florida, I said, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you should just stop saying whatever you're going to say after that. Right. And then someone else came in. Thanks. Thanks for verifying that you do or thanks for confirming that you do not know how to play spades because I would never play with you. And that's exactly how it felt. It was like, y'all, y'all got to at least know the rules before you start chiming in on social media. But I'm pretty sure that those are bots because robots don't know how to play spades. Florida bots. Florida bots. Well, here in Tampa, we do what we want to do. We play Tampa spades. (laughs) It's staying your ground spades. (laughs) (laughs) These people. I'd love to see a hand like that. Are you man, I'd make I, I I would be so obnoxious, and I've been watching these Ric Flair uh videos lately. That that would be me for the entire night. You just just Woo! start with your kings. <laughs> just start with your kings. I've cut more suits than you have ever seen in your life. My queens are so beautiful, and I'm having trouble keeping these gators down. Woo! <laughs> I've spilled more liquor <laughs> on seven continents. <laughs> oh, oh man, I totally unappreciated by me uh, in the '80s. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that uh, these videos are resurfacing. But with that said, uh, that's my check-in, and this is Leon, and I'm done speaking. You are now listening to Decoding Forty. What's good, people? This is your boy, L.O.Dot, a.k.a. The Ad Man. If you like this show, then make sure you subscribe to Decoding 40 on IG, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. And now, part two of last week's episode of Decoding 40.
I wasn't staying in the house with my grandmother because my grandmother would drove, drove me crazy. I drove her crazy. And she's just like, she had the same rule as L, be in the house before it's dark. Hmm. When the lights come on, what have you, whatever the fucking code was. And of course, I didn't want to listen to my grandmother because you have so much freedom. I had so much freedom at 10, 11, 12, 13 years old, 14 years old. I'm in another part of Queens. Mm. Nobody even knows that. And I'm fine because me and my, I'm with my friends and we're having a good time. But shit, like, God forbid something happens. Right. So if I'm around the block from you, you're not telling me I'm not coming in the house when the lights turn on. So, you know, my grandmother would come out and embarrass me with the flashlight. <laughs> Wait, what? Me. My wow. grandmother would come out <laughs> with a flashlight and would walk the block yelling my name. And she had a very thick Puerto Rican accent. So it wasn't Vincent. It'd be like, Yo, yelling, no cell phones, no nothing. But we it, had it, that freedom. It was a different time. I remember yeah. it was a thing to get on our bikes and ride into Elmont, and we would go down Dead Man's Hill. Oh, <laughs> everybody it was had a called <laughs> Dead Man's Hill. Everybody, I remember Dead Man's Hill. Every borough had Holy a Dead Man's shit. Hill. It was a it was a sport amongst us to see was, who could survive. It was the dumbest thing that you could possibly do. But Absolutely, we all did it. Somehow we all survived. Yes, no broken bones, none. I mean, like our, our heads should have been split wide open. Oh, of course, and we, us bleeding. We should not out. be here. <laughs> you know, we Fact. should not, not be here. Yeah. But there's no way. There's no way knowing the dangers of the world that we're gonna give our kids the same right. exact freedom. Like we, we gotta, we gotta, we're keeping it kind of tight. Like, do you think we're keeping it too tight? Hmm. Sometimes I think so. Mm. There's certain things. There's certain. There's certain things. And uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm gonna apologize to my wife before I even say this, but <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> She wants me to go pick them up from school because it's cold outside. It's not a blizzard. Right. They're not being swept up and, and taken away like <laughs> Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. It's not like that. It's just cold outside. <laughs> they'll survive. They will survive. They'll, they'll survive. They'll, they'll be okay. You know, um, you know, they, they ride the subway. Walking with the babysitter. The snow. Through the snow when we were kids, up to our hips and school yo, it still felt open. Like, yo, yo, it felt like snow. <laughs> we had to we had to carry shovels, man. That's how bad <laughs> it felt like when I was a kid. And nowadays, yo, one flurry, school done. Three days. Yeah. We used to be in snow suits, trudging through the yes. snow to school, having to take off those uh, uh ski pants, the ski coat. Yep. <laughs> full of sweat ski boots and and then then you would just be in school and then at the end you had to put all that suit back up. on right? <laughs> suit up yeah yeah mount up but um no i i i appreciate your point what you're saying alaric is because my wife and i tend to disagree on how much i'll say it this way how much pain our kids should endure mm-hmm is it really painful though? It's not pain, but no. we we 
we I'm, compared I'm, I'm to what pain. they're used to, it's right. pain in the sense of like, are you going to make me do what? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if you get that reaction, it's pain. It's not pain. actual pain, but it, yeah. it's, it's the... In their world, it's pain. In, in their world, it would be considered pain. Yeah. Um, matter of fact, my son just walked in while we were recording and he's holding his head and he's like, I got a headache. And I'm like, it's not a headache. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not a headache. <laughs> Drink some water, nigga. Go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, but but seriously, like it's it's this idea that I don't want to keep them from this idea. For, first of all, and there's this thing that's circulating, I hope that everybody sees it. This planet, whoever told you that this planet is supposed to be smooth and easy to navigate, hmm. lied to you. Yes. There is nothing. There's nothing written. There is nothing um, established that says that we should not be going through hardships. Mm. And I always joke with one, one of my boys from I've known him since three years old and he, he's a Gemini and he goes through shit. And I always say, whoever convinced you that this is not the hardest planet to live on, lie to you because we constantly have to go through stuff. The struggle is the thing. And I'm not saying that we all have to struggle to the point where we are inca incapacitated, but we have to go through things to appreciate what it means to be alive. Yeah. If you're not, when, if you're not in some sort of struggle, you're not alive. You're, you're, you're not trying hard enough. Right. <laughs> you're right. Because the struggle is the, the tension that says you're pushing beyond your means. And right. when we push beyond my, our means, that's when we find actualization and that's what we all should be striving for so I, I say all that to say that i want my kids to not feel as comfortable that they can just rest on their laurels right. because both of them are brilliant in their own space but when they find that life is pushing back on them they have a tendency to feel small and i hmm. want to i want and i know they'll listen to this at some point in their lives i want them to know that they have all of the ingredients of what it takes to move beyond whatever it is that is stopping them or they perceive that stopping them. Mm -hmm. The boogeyman. What, Amen on that one. Right. Whether they acknowledge it now or not, they are hearing you. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and one day it will kick in. I have a great dynamic in a sense. Like my daughters are about, what is it? About 10 years apart, 10, 11 years apart. So I'm getting the teenage right i already had my oldest who was a teenager and she you know we went through a lot she went through some shit right now she's 26 she just did a paper when she told me she did this paper it it just all i could think about was my mother and how proud she would be because right now you know my oldest is trying to become a nurse and she did a paper on the cancer that killed my mother and she got a 97 on it she got an a on wow. it mm. wow she did a medical paper on it and when she told me she did that, it choked me up. And I was like, fuck, she's going to be fucking awesome. Like, she's awesome. Like, I, I just sat there. I was like, holy, she showed me that she showed me the grade. And I was like, wow, she's blessed. She's brilliant. One thing I can say, God has blessed me with two beautiful, brilliant children. Hmm. And I see and I have one on the other end of the spectrum of everything you did and sacrificed for me. I appreciate you, dad. Thank you for kind of kicking me in the ass when I needed it. I love you too. And on the other end of the spectrum, where it's like, 
I want to order these pans from Amazon and I don't give a fuck how much money they cost. <laughs> right? So it's like, you got that a little bit, a little bit, just a little bit. Like, you know what I mean? But, but that's, that's that. an appropriate balance though. Right. But it is because I understand that she has to go through that. I can't stand my parents phase right. or whatever it right. is mm-hmm. because we don't know shit, but she does listen, but she's in that. Right. It's all about me. Selfish phase. And right. all, and I told, like I had a conversation with the other day and I said to her, I said, I understand. I, I'm not I'm not mad at you for being you, but I'm not gonna tolerate disrespect or anything like yeah. that. So I understand where you where you're at as a kid because I was a kid before. Fuck you think I just I blo- I, I poof, I'm your dad. Right. No, I had my life too. So but I love it that I know that eventually my youngest will get to where my oldest is now. And then my oldest will be in another phase of her life, maybe with kids and but your, your your oldest had that conversation with you saying, Dad, you're a wreck. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, exactly. And it was like, and, and it was a dinner she took me out and paid for. And I mm. was like, shit, <laughs> we have arrived. I went to the bathroom and That's I came back and she was like, I got it. I was like, oh, shit. Mm. He's like, I'm, I, and I'm done here. Thank you. Yeah. I'm done here. Uh, you know what? And <laughs> you because took a bow. I, I took a bow because she has a, a loving mother. You know, um, uh, uh, my oldest mother is a, is a, is a beautiful person. I, I, you know, we had our ups and downs, but overall, she's a good person. She did her best, uh, all she could do. Her family, you know, did all they could do to help raise my oldest. And, this, and on the same way on my side. But I know now how, you know, our mothers felt when they, when they look at you and say, all right, my, my child is okay. Like, I know they're going to be okay. Right. They're not going to fucking shrivel up and die. And I see my oldest, you know, doing those things. And I see my youngest accomplishing things like my youngest is so fucking talented. Like you're picking up instruments and learning how to play by yourself. Like mm-hmm. I, I couldn't do that. So, you know, I know in her right, she's going to be some brilliant artist, video game maker one day. Who knows? But it's good when you start to see the fruits of your labor. You know what I mean? And yeah, it, for sure. You, you start to recognize, like, okay, I, I kind of did some right things here. <laughs> You're not always going to be right. Parents, I think the, the the worst thing, and I, I guess you can tie this into a bow, is whether it's whether we use a tablet to raise our children, whether we sent our kids outside. The bottom line is that we're not perfect. Nobody's generation was perfect. No. No, no society is perfect. No environment is perfect. You know, unless you're raised by the queen of the king and even they have their issues, I'm sure. Right. But my point is, is that nothing, nothing in this society is perfect. The world ain't perfect. Your parents ain't perfect. We damn no, sure ain't perfect. We damn sure. Ain't I, I don't <laughs> I, 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 just I think, do the best that you can. Exactly. Yeah. I was just about to say that. I think the best that we can teach our kids is that if you're going to be a parent, the goal is to be the best that you can and be present as possible. Yeah. And that I think has been the legacy that I feel like I have to sustain and pass forward. My father wasn't there as much as I would like, but my mother was there and we struggled hmm. through her being a single mom and me being a growing uh, young man and into manhood and trying to figure out what the balance is and what the right tenor for us to kind of coexist. Mm -hmm. So, and we're we're there now, but that took time. Like she grew, I grew, I had to take a break. She had to take a break. 
but we we constantly kind of figured out what what this relationship of son and mother is and i still struggle with what that means in terms of me and my father but what i can do in the meantime is redefine what that means for my sons yes and that's where i think the growth and uh trying to understand what it means to be a husband and what it means to be a father in this incredibly complex world and in particularly country means uh for me and what i'm trying to give them in terms of the strength and uh the the ability to just hold fast to what your beliefs are and who you are and not be so overwhelmed with mm-hmm. being a person in on this planet and particularly yeah. in this country exactly you got to breathe yeah, because they get so anxious sometimes, and I'm like, dude, and That's so and, true. and, and you so when true. you read their anxiety, I'm like, listen, we we all grew up the way we grew up. My yeah. wife grew up the way she grew up, so we're all seventy babies, right? <laughs> and me and my wife will sit there sometimes, and you know, outside of out outside of earshot of her, and be like, yo, these kids are weak sauce sometimes, like the weak sauce shit, like the whole just over dramatization of things. It's like, yo, we. Well, it was it, just it's, different for it's, us. It's really hard to evaluate their reaction to things based on how we grew up. Right? Exactly. Because if we're all plugged into the matrix, right now, that anxiety is the battery mm. for this matrix, right? Mm. Yeah. Their 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 insecurities are what sells makeup and and hair products, toothpaste and deodorant. And jeans. And jeans. And it's heightened. It's at, it's at a state that's it's never been this heightened before. Right. Because you can't even escape it. Yeah. As soon as you look phone, something up, it, it it's just, on it's, it's on Instagram, it's on Facebook, you. it's on everything you YouTube. Touch. Like, yes. YouTube. They're on nothing but those channels. Right. Or on Netflix. And it's it's reinforced in everything that you consume. I remember when, when my kids were born, my wife and I were like, oh, no, we're not giving, we're just going to limit their 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 screen time and blah, 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 blah. And now we're just like, oh, let's just turn on PBS Kids and <laughs> fucking get them great. Yeah. Yo, yes. That's a great point because we, for, for our oldest, for the longest time, we kept him off of tablets. We kept him off of any type of gaming systems. Mm. For the youngest... It was a lot different because mm. by the time that the oldest was on these gaming systems, he was already there watching him play. Mm. So he he had exposure to it. Mm. So he, he was going to get on sooner than our oldest was going to get on. Right. Of course. So and I saw something that a friend of mine posted on Instagram that reinforced what I had already kind of thought in my heart is that you think your youngest child or the child subsequent to your oldest child is getting less than your oldest child because you pour so much into your oldest child. But the fact is they're getting a more seasoned parent. Mm -hmm. They're also getting another sibling that has gotten the benefit of you, of you and your spouse or your village pouring into that original child and they're modeling after that child so and you corrected some mistakes and you've corrected some mistakes and you've realized what you should do and shouldn't do so you're getting a more experienced parent and that was so powerful for me to see 
and realize because sometimes you have like this parental guilt like oh man but then i thought about also when our oldest leaves hopefully for college or whatever he's going to do as long as he gets out the house (laughs) 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 the youngest will then have his four or five years of being the only child in the house right so it it's sort of he doesn't get it on the front end, but he gets it on the back end. Right. And it's still us being seasoned and growing as parents and human beings and trying to be the best resource for these young people as we possibly can be. I'm like, Dad, I'm gonna go work on an oil rig. Word, Exxon or Mobile. Have a good time. <laughs> yeah. BP. I don't be get. safe, nigga. <laughs> I heard they pay a thousand dollars an hour. Go for it. <laughs> be safe. You know, I, I just want to jump back to this anxiety thing, because as you guys know, my, my wife is, is a psychologist at um, Columbia and she sees the student population. Mm-hmm. And so that's ranging from, you know, undergrad to grad school. And they're having these these issues, this this anxiety about how good they are in the world, like they're measuring themselves against what they consume whether it's social media or mass media, and um, it's being exploited. It is. Worse than ever before. Mm-hmm. Because uh, let's say you, you didn't watch TV in the 90s or the 80s. You wouldn't have, been, you wouldn't have known that uh, you had the wrong genes on. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. But, now, but now you know you have the wrong genes on, like, right away. Right. Like, you, you know what it is, Um to add to what you just said, think about the fact that these kids that your wife is seeing of college age are between 17 and let's say 22 ranges, depending, right? These children have been on devices since they were one or two years old. Yep. The monster and the machine has been, by the time they're four or five, already knows how these children think, what to put yep. in their face, what to manipulate them with. Yep. Um, they create these content YouTubers that tell you whether or not you should cut your face or do this or cut your eyebrow and all this other shit. The manipulation game, you thought we had it bad with fucking Care Bears and G.I. Joe. Nigga, these kids are just, and that is what builds their anxiety to even to these fever pitch levels mm. where they well, don't want to go out the house. Well, we have to remember what the motivation is for all of these different platforms, and it's to sell advertising. Of course, to sell make money products, right? Mm-hmm. The best way to sell products is to make you feel like you're not good enough. Right. And in and order for your life to be, yeah, in order for your life to be on point, for your life to be correct, you need mm-hmm. this product. Whether right. it's teeth whitening, whether it's a BBL, whether right. it's a scarf, whether it's this Gucci bag, in order to complete your life, you need this. And that anxiety is like you they they can't escape it because the advertising the the matrix is so fine tuned to them by the, the, it's yes. individual gunshots it's not even like it used to be the tv we watch was i would i would liken it to like a shotgun spray it just went mm-hmm. out and it hit whatever it hit and people saw whatever but <laughs> like, nowadays oh shit i'm shot yeah <laughs> nowadays you have hyper focus <laughs> laser shot to the brain because right, yeah. it's it's individual because they're looking at your habits right what right. you do so now they individually create a profile for you 
that's not really individual because what they say in, in, in the world is 10 different type of personalities. So they have that in it mix in with the AI and all this other shit. Well, with, with, the, with the 6 billion people that are connected to the internet, like you just have to, you, you fit into some category. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes. 10 defining categories. And yes. then they're going to splash and you'll be like, Oh shit. Yeah. Those are the wrong genes. <laughs> Merch drop. What's up, y'all? We need y'all to support this podcast. Pick yourself up a t-shirt. Pick yourself up a hoodie. They're soft. They're poly tri-blend. Luxurious. Warm. They're furry on the inside. They're really plush. You can sleep in them. Your wife can sleep in it. Your daughter can steal it. And she can sleep in it. Go over to Decoding40Pod.com and get yourself a t-shirt, hoodie, whatever you like. Decoding40Pod.com all right. So here's the question. You borrow $50 from a coworker to play the lotto. Oh. Right? You end up winning $80 million. Mm. How much do you give them back? Wait, how much did you borrow? You borrowed $50. $50. You take whatever percentage of $50 of $80 million and you pay them that. <laughs> Said I don't understand what what, what did you, so you give him fifty dollars back? What you, no 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 whatever percentage fifty dollars is of eighty million, you pay them back. <laughs> so you give him fifty one fifty. No, it's got to it's going to be more than that. Hold on. Interest. Well, th- this is not, this is what I would I would. Look well, you at. said eighty million. Eighty million. After I, I would, After tax, I after give taxes. Them. And this is my this is my friend, my friend, because obviously they we, we have to we have gonna, a relationship. We, no no we we just going to say coworker. A coworker that gives yeah, you fifty dollars. Just gonna say coworker. I'm not gonna define the friendship. <laughs> I'm thinking, you borrowed fifty dollars right. from him. You know, you know how I always think twenty miles ahead, right? It, it, and when the story comes along, hmm. I'm thinking if they lend me fifty dollars, we are. Right. So if we are, right, I think fifty million is worth. I mean, uh, fifty dollars, and I won eighty million, and it was your fifty dollars that that I used to play. Now, if I use, let's say I use twenty of it, or if I use the whole fifty to play. I'm giving you something. I'd give you five million. No, oh, five million? I would give you five million. If that fifty dollars that I took from you won me eighty million, you think I can't give you five million? I got eighty million after tax. No, I'm giving you fifty thousand dollars. Nah, <laughs> you cheap bastard. If you fucking, I'm gonna tell you right now. You are hell, a cheap bastard. You do some shit like that to me, motherfucker. <laughs> don't come out your house, son. <laughs> you you know how much money I got? I I got shooters. I got shooters now. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I'm coming in like an old man and wigs and I don't shit. Care. You ain't even gonna know I'm coming in. You could be the old man from uh, New Jack City. <laughs> you going out? <laughs> I dollar time. <laughs> I'm shooting your ass. Oh man, you Look, cheap bastard! Fifty thousand dollars from fifty—that's cheap. From eighty million, you won eighty. No, 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 no. Don't talk about how much I made. I'm talking about how much <laughs> you made. <laughs> You, oh, you, but you, you made, but think about this. Think about this. You would not have that eighty million. You didn't know what I was doing with not that giving you fifty. You didn't know what I was doing with the fifty dollars. I made your fifty dollars. You know into what you did with that fifty dollars. You know what you did with that fifty dollars. No matter I what he made, knew, dog. I made your fifty dollars turn into fifty thousand dollars. You mad at me? Really? Um, I'm gonna take your fifty thousand dollars. I'm gonna call gonna you all mad. types of cheap motherfuckers all yeah. day. But, but you're gonna be mad that you want to come after me. I, I, you know what? The fact that 
It's a coworker, right? I thought you was. Friends. I didn't say. I didn't say friend. We're coworkers. We're not friends. Right. I didn't say co-worker. friend. I say coworker. Well, see, I don't know your coworkers. I don't you like. You may not like them. So no, yeah. I know you don't like your coworkers. I don't. So yeah, fifty thousand is being generous. Yeah. <laughs> a co. Some of the stories you told me. <laughs> a coworker that motherfucker get five hundred. <laughs> right. Let me. I might give them fifty one dollars. I'm. I'm gonna give you at least ten percent. At least ten percent. Of my winnings, million. yeah, I'm gonna give you. I, I'll give you ten percent, which is eight million. No big deal. And that, now I still have seventy-two million dollars. No, yeah. I'm good. No, no, no. I wh- like. Why do I need? I, I got what I need. Yeah. I I, I would wait. Who, I would, who, wait. Okay, hold on. Let's go back. Who are yeah. you? Like, who are you in my life? I don't know. You you make that determination. I no, don't I'm asking you. You you said coworker. Is this yeah. someone that I really am connected with? Like we're friends, we're close enough that you would borrow fifty dollars. That I, I'm thinking a fi- a person that gives you fifty dollars a coworker. And again, I don't know what job. I'm not going to talk about what job you work or whatever. Yeah. Let's just say you guys. I'm like, we don't have to do that. I would say, you know, because the job working at a job shouldn't make a difference. But let's just say, you know, you eat lunch with the motherfucker every day, y'all. You know, y- maybe you know at the holiday party, y'all talk, and he was like, but that's, oh, "Man, okay." But you're talking about like that's my friend. If we're eating lunch, that's my friend. No, I I said somebody you would. No, I'm, think, I'm, think I'm going on what vendors and a person yeah, that your vendors. job you would be comfortable enough asking yeah. for fifty dollars. Yeah, that's the person. Somebody who lent you fifty dollars because it's not like a twenty is nothing. You could borrow a twenty from anybody. Yeah, fifty dollars is a little, little half a hundred. That means that <laughs> means you must you must have some relationship with them. I'm yeah. just saying, a person that you were a coworker, nigga, fifty dollars you borrowed fifty dollars from. His his I'm I'm gonna stand on this. If you give me fifty dollars and I give you fifty thousand dollars in return, I'm a good friend. That's that's an incredible return. That's more than that's more than VCs expect. L, if I give you fifty dollars and you win eighty million, and not you. I'm mad at you, bro. No, if you mad at you, bro. This is different. This is very different. If you give me fifty dollars, I'm probably going to give you half of what I earn. Oh, see, I wouldn't even ask that much, but because we're friends. Because we're friends. That's see, true. but the thing is, you're see. I think, in all fairness here, based on L's work friends hmm. or people, well, I won't even say work friends, co-workers, I can see where he's coming from, just okay. knowing the type of people he has worked with. But like you, on the other hand, Rick, you have a different relationship with some of the people you work with just because you guys are doing projects together. You guys, you know, you guys are really kind of connecting there. Right. I, it all depends on the connection. Like for me, that's what I'm saying. When I work, when I worked for Transit, honestly, I was cool with a, a couple of people. Was there anybody there that I could ask for fifty dollars? Maybe one or two people. That's what I'm saying. And if now, it's, if it was one of them, anybody, is there anybody in your recent work history? Because I, I won't, I won't just narrow it down to <laughs> current. <laughs> I won't narrow it down to the current. I'm going to say in recent work history, who you were cool enough to say you were, let's just say you were out at lunch and you both were at the bodega and you were like, oh, I see I'll the lottery this. is this number. Let me borrow $50. I'll say this. Because I don't have cash on me. 
anybody that I felt comfortable enough to borrow $50 with mm. or from, I would give them 50%, period. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm saying is I'm not going to feel comfortable to borrow $50 from a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm just asking about that coworker. But, but, but here's the thing. If I do borrow $50 from someone I'm not necessarily comfortable with, I'm going to go to the 18. Like if I ha- if I need a matter of fact, if I'm in a bodega, I'm going to just grab the $50. But if I just need to get it right then and they got $50, then. No, I'm, I'm, I'm saying you don't have it. You don't like have it. You don't have fifty dollars, right? I have fifty dollars, right? I have fifty dollars because your I have fifty dollars. Direct deposit hits tomorrow. You don't nope. have fifty. I still have fifty dollars. That's not how my account works. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how my account works. This thing gets my account is never on zero. Nope, come my on. account is never on zero. You 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 have to c- come on. Play the nope. game, goddamn. No, it. my account is never on zero where I can't just pay fifty dollars to buy a ticket. Matter of fact, <laughs> I came across three numbers that I should have played last week. All right. And I 20, 25 years ago. 25 years ago? Yes. 25 years ago. My account could have definitely been on negative. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Them checks that you wrote to Domino's Pizza bounced. Yeah. You didn't have it. Papa John's, that check did not uh, go through. So you, and you borrowed it from a coworker. And I want to stress it's a coworker, not a friend. Not necessarily a friend. Could be a friend, but you no, work together. No, give them $50,000. Because I can, I can specifically think about who would have given me the $50. Mm. And you don't like them. Not, not that I don't like them, but I'm going to give them $50,000. And do they know how much I, I earned? Yeah. The whole city knows how much you got. I mean, I took that nigga $50, but I wasn't extremely happy about it. I know I gave him $50. I might I might go a hundred and I might go a hundred thousand. Okay. All right. That's we still can, cheap as shit. But but you know, at least it's, it's six figures. I mean, fifty think about it. Think <laughs> seriously, think about this. Fifty dollars and you get a hundred thousand dollars back. Yes. That's that would an, be ecstatic. There, there is there is no investment that you can possibly make that is going to yield that sort of return. If I bought fifty thousand Bitcoin and tomorrow I got fifty thousand dollars, I'd be so happy. Right. There, but there, if I lent you fifty dollars to buy Bitcoin and you got eighty million and you gave me fifty thousand, I'm gonna be disappointed. No, see, then that's greedy. It is greedy. It is greedy. God damn greedy. right. I can't because you got greedy. eighty million of them shits. And you no, 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 no. The greed is you on the other bastard. side. No, no, greed is on the side of the person who is saying, no. oh, you made X amount, but I'm giving you more than 10 times what you put in. All right. Here's what happened. I you gave like you the oil. flour to you bring, sound like a to snake bake oil. the bread. Right? How is that snake oil? I gave you the flour to bake the bread. You took the bread out of the oven. You sliced it up and you dusted the crumbs into my hand. <laughs> right. And you said put butter on that. Right. While you ate a hot slice of bread. <laughs> right. You just bit into the fucking bread. He didn't even slice it for himself. Yeah, slice he it. just bite it. Arr, like Whatever crumbs fell off your chin is what yeah, you that's gave. what you got. Yeah. yeah you can have that. You, you gave him a piece of the ass of the bread. Listen, 
<laughs> Listen, if, if if you give me fifty dollars and I turn that into eight million dollars and I give you fifty thousand dollars, eighty million. I said 80, eighty. Okay, sorry, eighty million. If I yeah. if I get eighty million, I give you fifty thousand or a hundred thousand dollars. Take that and be happy. No, I'm not gonna be happy. I'm gonna take it. I'm not gonna... you. Not you. But well, yeah. see, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if if it's me and you, I'm going to split it. I right. promise you, I would fifty percent. Right. But if it's somebody that that I don't really care for, that I just happen to be next to, and I'm like, "Yo, I have a feeling I'm going to get, I'm going to win, but I need fifty dollars." And they give me the fifty dollars, yeah. and I give you fifty thousand or a hundred thousand dollars, you better take that and be happy. Right. And well, I'm going to tell you why. I don't know. Tell you why. I don't. No, tell me why. Tell me why. I'm going to tell you why. When I worked. When I was struggling, probably made about $30,000 a year. I gave this young lady $50 to pay for her light bill. And she had a boyfriend that she was living with. What? Exactly. She had a boyfriend that she was living with. I gave her 30 she told, uh, you, she told you after you gave her the $50. No, no, no. I knew. I knew. They were struggling. He was also abusive. The whole nine, I was like, listen, I don't care. You need to have your lights on. So I gave her the money. She said she was going to pay me back in two weeks. She did not pay me back in two weeks. <laughs> you didn't even have to say that part. I mean, like we knew. Right. So after, but that was a, that was a strong lesson in that if someone lives with their partner and they do not pay you back or they ask you for money and they don't pay you back, just let it go. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. If she would have then paid me back and then, or just said, Hey, I want to give you an extra $50 because you were so kind. And I used that money to pay for a lottery and I got $80 million. I would have given her $50,000 said, Hey, you, you, you put, you put the money in the right hands at the right time. There's so much I want to say about this situation, but, um, Oh, please let's, oh, we got time. I can't say it on the air because we're getting into the, no, 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 no. There was no sexual thing, anything like that. Well, no, there's, well, no, she was. She was I'm, I, look, I'm just saying. You lift your right phone, right? right? And I'm no, 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 no. She, she was, she was white trailer trash, but she was cool with me. And I, I knew that she had this situation going on, and she took advantage of the fact that I did not want to see her struggling. I want to thank you, Leon, for helping me with that fifty dollars, so I can I can give Nevea some food, and I'm just right. so thankful so, for your black ass. Right. So she 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 stays with this guy. They still struggle. I she pays me a little bit, maybe twenty dollars, and then I was like, "Hey, what's up with the rest?" She was like, "I'll get it to you when I can," and then she just ghosts me. Of course. <laughs> Of course, you you lucky you got that twenty dollars, right? But I'm but I'm just saying that that was a lesson that says, one, if someone is with their significant other and they ask yeah. you for money, yeah, ignore it, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. that 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 has been something that I have stood fast with for the rest of my life. I'm going to teach my sons that, like, Seriously. if if you if someone is living with someone, you don't pay that. Now, if she was on her own and she was struggling, then I would have felt a lot better. Right. You know, no, you can't you can't live with a person. Right. And you're asking me for money. Right. Exactly. What's wrong with your person? 
Right. The two go ahead, go ahead and ask that boy you work with Leon for the fifty dollars. Maybe he'll exactly, give it to you. exactly. Because I was single at the time. I was single at the mm-hmm. time. Had no no kids, no significant other. So that's why I'm sure she asked. She felt comfortable asking me. Leon, like, um, look here. Um, I'm willing to be a cuck if you can just come over and drive fifty dollars. And here's the thing. <laughs> Me, me at 20 years old versus me about to turn 50. Yeah, I would have totally taken advantage of that situation. Yep, you would have been. Yeah, exactly. I would have totally taken advantage. Of that but, but now I'm like, you know, don't put yourself in. I'm talking about me and my boys, particularly. Don't put yourself in a position where someone is going to take advantage of you. Yeah, so you can decline their offer or request and just be like. Listen, I would love to help you, but I can't do it. Yeah, I ain't got it. Sorry. I ain't got it. That's why I have no no problems telling anybody, any someone requesting money from me, I don't got it. Even Mm. if I have money in my pocket, I don't have it. I don't have it to give you. Right. I don't have it to give you. Well, I I forgot who said it. They said if if you can't give it away and be okay if you don't get it back, then don't give it away. Right. You know what I mean? So if, if if it's $50 that you know you're giving someone $50, but you really need that 50 to pay your fucking bill. Right. You want to look out to them. Yeah. Right. Don't do that. You can't you can't give you away money that. that you actually need. Yo, this yeah. was a lesson I actually yeah. just taught my youngest son because he had, mm-hmm. like I said, he stays with money. Mm-hmm. So his classmates didn't have enough money to buy the books because they had a book fair. So classmates didn't have enough book uh, money to buy the books that they wanted. So he offered to pay the books and they had mm-hmm. declined. He was like, no, seriously, I want to pay for it. And I was saying to myself, well, did you pay for books that you wanted? And at first he said, no. I'm like, see, this this is where we have a problem. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with you buying someone else's book. But if you don't have enough money to buy yourself books, then that's a problem. Mm-hmm. And then he said, well, I got books for free, but I did pay for one book. I think your youngest might be a loan shark. It sounds like he's <laughs> leaning on these dudes. He's like, I'm going to give you 20. It's 2% on the VIG. Because he got free books. It's two points. He's leaning on these dudes. Like, if you don't oh, have my like $22, what he's week. doing out here in the streets? He's gonna play. And he always has cash. He it's always two points has cash. on two points. Watch, keep an eye on that. Kid. Let, me, let me, yo, when I tell you he he's always has cash, mm-hmm. like, my wife was my wife actually took some of his cash and was He's like fresh. I'm taking I'm taking your money because you just lay it around. And I feel like his position was all right. There's more where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Let me let me find out. Let me find out that your, that your youngest is fresh from the movie and shit. He's got fucking <laughs> coffee cans full of fifties. Yo, yo, his Yo, he just lit. Yo, when I tell you, I go into his room and there's just be cash all over the place. Like there'll be tens, twenties, lots of ones. I'm coming over. It is bizarre in his room. I'm coming over. Ben, yo, what, you doing in, what you doing in this room? What? Yo, <laughs> this kid is Benny Blanco from the Bronx. But, but it, he's, he's similar to me because I, I, I hated spending cash. To this day, mm. I hate spending cash. Yeah. Like I am so like, my grandmother instilled in me this thing like pay for what you owe. Yeah. And if you don't have it, don't, don't, don't overextend yourself. Yeah. 
You know, I didn't have credit cards for a long time because of I I had the same mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, wives make you better. Yeah, but like because I, my wife got me out of that thinking. It was like, you know, you need to really establish yeah, that's the thing. The right. You know, that's the right. thing. And the thing is, is that because your parents, parents or grandparents, a lot of us coming from immigrant backgrounds or just being black in America, you couldn't get the credit and all that stuff because we already know what went down with the redlining and everything else. So it was a, it was a question of, you didn't want to get a credit because back then you'd go to the store and get credit. And the fucking guy who ran the store was like the mafia dude. He was worse, Mm. you know, with the, with the interest and everything else you had to pay on that shit. So a lot of people just that, you know, well, my, my mentality was like, it's better if I pay it off, if I'm paying right, in cash. Right, like, right, yeah. right, 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 right. I'm, I'm, I'm accomplishing more, but yeah. I'm actually not accomplishing. Yeah. More. Right, right. Because you're not, you're it, not, not, not in this system. Yes, right. Exactly. And that's the thing. It's the system that's, that's designed yeah, that right, way. Right. We are way off topic. Yeah, we're, 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 we're like, way over topic. We're way off time. We are yeah. way, we are way out of control. <laughs> This week's libation. My portion of this uh, rambling is brought to you by Heaven Hill. Bottles what, what, and is, what is the story behind Heaven Hill? Uh, don't ask me to read this shit right now. My shit's already blurry, bro. <laughs> Go for it. Hey, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. This bourbon is seven years old. Nice. Okay, I'm going to tell you a story about Heaven Hill. Heaven Hill. Uh, Heaven Hill. Any text smaller than that, I cannot read. <laughs> Heaven Hill. <laughs> Is actually a place where we buried uh, the slaves who provided the tears for the whiskey barrel. So that's why we call it Heaven Hill. I am drinking Cognac Park. I have not drank a Cognac, I don't know, in years. The last Cognac I drank was Hennessy. So uh, Cognac Park is a carte blanche, very special Cognac. Since 1880, my son... Tessin Dare has carefully created balance blends to give you know, life to noble and elegant cognacs. Get the progressive stuff. Generation after generation, time works alongside these. I Harry up and read. read. I can't read all that. Harry at a little. The fucking text is getting smaller and blurry. Smaller and smaller. <laughs> Yo, but this is a delicious uh, drink. I Cognac Park, which is a Carte Blanche, is is delicious. The price point is amazing, to the point where I had to ask the uh, person, the clerk, "Is this the right price?" Really. Is it's forty two dollars for seventy fifty milliliter bottle? Mm-hmm. Um, it is absolutely delicious. Mm. It's smooth. It is way better than a Hennessy. It gives you the feeling of a cognac without feeling like I'm about to throw up. Mm-hmm. You said way better than Hennessy. Like Hennessy is good. No, I'm just saying like Hennessy. I'm I'm talking to people who are still drinking Hennessy. Oh, okay. Like stop drinking Hennessy and look for a cognac part. There you go. I well, think I stopped drinking Hennessy in the early 2000s. Yeah, I don't remember the last. Oh, time for sure, Hennessy, for sure. Yeah. The last time I drank Hennessy, we were out in a party in Nashville, and we were drinking Hennessy and apple juice. 
And one of my boys was throwing up on the side of my other boy's Escalade. Do you remember Hennessy and Alizé? I do. What was that what called? Was that? The Incredible Hulk. It, yeah. The Incredible Hulk. And yes. what was the Red Alizé one called? Uh, Red Hulk? <laughs> no, it was, you had the Incredible Hulk, and then it was Thug Passion. Thug Passion. Right? Was that the red one or the blue? Yeah, the red one was Thug red Passion. Was thug the blue passion. one was the Incredible Hulk when you mix Hennessy. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it turned green. It turned green. Yeah. So it really what it was was two it was double cognac yeah. with green dye in it. That's all it was. Yeah. Cause all of that shit was cognac, cheap cognac. But well, I'm drinking uh an oh, my old faithful Guinness Stout uh in the can, the drought can. I love those cans because it basically is like uh, a little keg inside of a can. Delicious and nutritious. And nutritious? And nutritious. Let me tell you okay. how many fucking uh calories this thing has. Uh <laughs> <laughs> That's 125 calories you know it's got vitamin nothing in it and it's got no fat so that's good no fat that means it's how many carbs carbohydrates 9.4 grams i bet it's got a lot of vitamin d got a lot of vitamin d i don't know about that i tell you after you drink it you want to give it broad some vitamin d is that what you're doing tonight i, I don't know we'll see all right yeah. record it Let's see. No, there we go. <laughs> now, <laughs> either we'll see or we won't. What is it? What you is don't what gotta record it? the actual. Just put the the audio. <laughs> <laughs> Picks or didn't happen. We'll put we'll put that on the Patreon. <laughs> put that on Patreon. <laughs> oh Lord, they're really fucking. <laughs> and you gotta post before you sober up. <laughs> oh man. Well, this has been an extremely long episode of the Code of 40. And this has to be two episodes right now. Can can we make this into two episodes, you think? I mean uh clearly we I have, have no idea we, where we started and where we ended up. <laughs> Who knows? This is this is a two-part. All right. So uh we'll fix it in post. Don't worry about it. Guys. Exactly. You know. Go ahead. All right, so go ahead. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Gentlemen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is Belligerent Alric, brought to you by was that Heaven's Hill? Heaven Hill. <laughs> Heaven, Hill. Heaven Hill. Help us. Heaven Hill. Help us. Recording forty. Since we had some major news drop over the holiday that concerned Meg Thee Stallion and uh, uh, Tory Lanez. I thought it'd be good for us to kind of give our two cents on our perspective as to how Meg was treated maybe in the news and social media, how Tori is being sort of uh, propped up. Yeah. Propped up as uh, some um, vilified um, uh, chub that, um, yeah, as if he was a victim in this. And this is a part of a conspiracy uh, Mm -hmm. constructed by Sean Carter. Um. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the victory? And I'm the victory, the verdict. <laughs> well, as far as Meg was concerned, yeah. it's a victory. But what are your thoughts on the, the verdict and how it's this case has been sort of consumed in social uh, media platforms? I, I'm really getting tired of stupidity uh, on on a, on a on a higher level that we've been dealing with. Couldn't agree with you more. And. The reason why I say that or I start with that, because the whole conspiracy theory thing and all of this and uh, give me a fucking break. 
And you're a conspiracy theorist. I mean, valid shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do I think, you know what I'm saying? No, but I'm just saying, like, you you see... I see tissue and validity in certain things. In certain so, yeah. things. I, I, do. I, I, I do. I do. I think it's just ridiculous. And the reason why I say all this, and not to say that there's not conspiracy theories out there and all of that. I, I get it. I, I get it. The reason why I say this is because nobody but himself pulled this gun out. Now, there's questions of whether she shot the gun, but he definitely finished shooting the gun. And it was the fragment that would the projectile that came out of his gun that hit her in the foot because he she, he didn't shoot her in the foot in the foot directly it was a a bullet, bullet fragment. fragment right right now these are witnesses that don't know who Tory Lanes is they just said there was a little guy out there who was getting upset and was waving his gun he was shooting doing you know doing stupid shit so there nobody had a dog in this fight right there was no <laughs> there was no little jewish man rubbing his hand says we got tory lanes it was mm-hmm. nothing like that it was just, come on if you would have been able to control yourself and not pull out that firearm or if someone else, if it was someone else's firearm, like the conspiracy conspiracy theories say, you didn't have to touch it. You could have just walked away. Mm-hmm. Right. So it, anything that happened up to that point and after that point is all on Tory Lanez. Yeah, absolutely. Okay? So. Miss me with this conspiracy that that Jay Z and, and the rest of the the Rock Live Nation. Nation and Rock mm-hmm. Nation got together because I heard some bullshit. Because well, what happened was because when he saw that sold that NFT, he kind of like changed the game, and they got upset because they didn't get money from that album and blah blah blah. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding? I heard, me? So I heard put a gun in his hand and told him to yeah, shoot her yeah. in the foot. I yeah. heard he was trying to buy NBC. Any truth to that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure there's any validity. Matter, matter of fact, matter of fact, okay. all right. Matter of fact, he is bigger than Elon Musk, and he's trying to buy Tesla. <laughs> and that's what happened was he had enough money to buy Tesla when he sold that NFT, and they were like, "Nah, we can't let him buy Tesla." And then Elon Musk, George Bush, and White Jesus got together and said, "Fuck that shit." <laughs> he got to go down. Look, that the whole conspiracy angle is constructed by his PR. Whoever's doing his public relations, they completely constructed that, put it out there, and they're trying to they're trying to get it to float. Mm-hmm. As if somehow that conspiracy put the gun in his hand. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it, was, it was his little emotional outburst. He threw a tantrum. He's a he's a toddler. He couldn't control himself. And he thought he was in a movie. He thought he was in Harlem Nights. He thought he was in Blazing Saddles. And I'm going to just shoot at her feet and nothing's going to happen. And then the idiot actually shot her in the feet. Well, here's the thing. I actually feel like they're all right and they're all wrong at the same time. Who's all who's all right? So um, the the three the three main people. So Kelsey, Meg and Tori. Yeah. I believe the stylist that said it's Kelsey's gun and it was in Kelsey's bag and he put that bag in the uh, car and it was just Kelsey and Meg in the car. So when they go back, that's when they get Tory. So apparently they're all fighting. Mm-hmm. Now, according to the independent witness, mm-hmm. the woman shoots first. Mm-hmm. So I can see where Tory grabs the gun from her and is like, yeah, what the fuck are you doing? And then he starts letting off like an idiot Cause I've seen and I've heard of people shooting guns just to kind of be like I'm the man or whatever it is, <laughs> and I can see where the bullet is ricocheting off of something and fragments. Yeah, 
go into her feet. Mm -hmm. And I don't think he intentionally meant to shoot her. And so when she says that he he didn't shoot her, I'm thinking she's using the very strict sense of that term and saying Mm -hmm. he did not shoot her. He may have shot at her. He may have shot in her direction. Mm -hmm. And that bullet is what actually caused the damage in her feet. Mm -hmm. Right. The problem is with the conspiracy theorists is they they have not read the charges against Tory Lane. The the charges suggest that he willfully and negligibly discharged discharged a firearm, an illegal firearm, right? Which comports with what I think was reported in Mm -hmm. in court and what was uh, testified to in court. So I think the fact that they were all drunk, they were hotheads. Everybody was emotionally kind of triggered. I think all of that leads to maybe misremembering, not being clear about what actually happened. So I get the sense that this is just a a bad situation that became a lot worse. And I don't think it was intentional. I think it was just very poor uh, judgment. I tend to believe the interview that this girl Kelsey gave to the police the night of, Mm -hmm. which her story changed. Right, right. Because the only person that says that Tory Lanez didn't shoot Megan the Stallion is Tory Lanez. Right. Everyone else who's involved in this situation said Tory Lanez shot Megan the Stallion. Right. The other person that didn't testify was the bodyguard, the driver. driver, who could have exonerated him. Said no, he didn't shoot her. But that's your man's. Where, where's your man's? There, the defense witness who they called, who they wanted to say uh, Kelsey shot first, also said that they saw him with the gun in his hand and he was shooting everywhere. Mm-hmm. My man, you, why not take responsibility for what you did? Right. He, they try, he, I think he thought he could do anything. I think, I think some, there's some point in celebrity you, where you, know you think that you can do whatever you want. You know what that's and, called? What's that? Cocaine. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what that cocaine. was. That was cocaine or something cocaine-ish. Allegedly, yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. some shit that you are so high. Well, no, I don't even mean at that moment. I mean after that's over. In, in that moment, obviously. <laughs> Whatever like, fuck he was on. I don't know what he was on. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if, I, he, I, if he actually said dance, bitch, yeah. he thought he was in a cowboy movie. Right. He thought th- he he thought and, that it, it just ricocheted like right. in the movies. Like, what the fuck? And in it my goes mind, somewhere. I I can see him saying that. And in my mind, I can also see him not saying that. Mm. And but he, the thing is, that he's had too many incidents where he's he's acted in a manic way. Like he just a few weeks, maybe you know, a few months ago, he had that. Incident with August Alcina, where he right, where he snuffed him because he wouldn't give him a pound. Right, huh? Yeah, they were at some award show or concert, and uh, August Alcina walked by him, and I guess he had reached his hand out or extended it, and August kept walking. So you can see him walking back towards August and his people, and then there's pictures that August would be was beat up. They don't say if Tory was the actual person who assaulted him. But I'm just saying is that he, he posted about it. What I'm I'm just saying, was that corroborated though? By police other I don't know. I, I I don't know. Right. That's that's what I, I'm saying. Posted, I'm, no, I'm saying oh yeah, August yeah. said he hit him. I'm just saying I, I haven't seen any reports that 
anyone else is corroborating that. Yeah, I don't know that he reported it to the police. Sorry. But my point is, if it's there's clearly video of him walking back towards August and getting riled up, like, you know, like, what's wrong with this little guy? That's it. I mean, guy. this this is, you know, a lot of people he, have accused well, you know, him of the whole uh, Napoleon, uh, Napoleon Cup. And and I guess he's 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 drunk off whatever or high off whatever, and he's got his people with him. He's got his bodyguards with him. So that's just like added yeah. steroid juice. Yeah. And then he's okay. All right. So uh, I, he's not going to have any of those people in jail, unfortunately. I I, I wish him no. the best of luck. <laughs> yeah, he's facing uh, I think up to twenty twenty two years. Twenty two years. Yeah. He, if he if he gets ten of those years, he's going to serve ten. Like, you know what I mean? I, I think he's probably going to get longer lines of 10 years. If he gets anything less than 10, he's a very lucky person. Mm-hmm. He's I, a very I, lucky person because that gun charge alone is 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 big in California. Mm. I, the, the, my whole problem with that situation was about how Megan was treated. Like, my whole oh, issue sure. was about how she yeah, was treated. She got, like, they, they were disrespectful as fuck. Why? I mean, like, what did she actually do? Then they want to bring up her lyrics. Was she fucking him? Was she not fucking him? Was she fucking this one? Was she fucking that one? Like, what does that have to do with her getting shot in the foot? This is the crazy thing about the industry, right? And the industry, I'm talking about the entire machine that is the media. In one fucking breath, they want her to drop it like it's hot, crack, you know, spread ass apart and do all the shit that she does that they like that promotes her album and the sexuality want all of that shit but then they want to fucking turn around and use it against her when she's on trial for something that has nothing to do with her hip-hop career well she's not on trial well they what they did was they no they they she was on trial is what i'm saying is because they use all the stuff that she does as an artist against her because they were trying to make opinion i don't know if it's the media i don't know if it's the media that was guiding that I, but I, but I, I, I had a conversation. I don't know if I'm going to mention him because you don't consider bloggers as part of the media. It's when a, I say the media, I'm it's talking a about very, the, it's the a machine, very... the machine that is the machine that is starting the shit that that w- that was making her out to be this, you know, this it, hoe that 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 you know was fucking Tory and and you know she 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 deserved what she got type of shit. Like I don't. That's the that's the thing. Like I don't even understand how that is. If you've got a daughter. Or a mother, or anybody that, for that matter, wife, sister, aunt. wife, sister. I, I you know what I mean? Like how you that, wouldn't, if that was yours, would you be? Oh, Tory should be set free. No, you'd be one to put a bullet in this motherfucker's head. It's an indicator of how how much you value women. That's what I think. I think it's a, I think it's a it's a direct indicator of how much you how much you. I value don't know. I, I just think there's a serious it, cognitive it, dissonance when it comes to people in the public eye. They become a thing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the same people who would probably go crazy if it was their sister or their daughter especially mm-hmm. somehow see megan as this object that is that it is acceptable for her to be treated any kind of way because she's right. is not a person she be that's become completely objectified ex- exactly what that's how that's how much you value her mm-hmm. right her value is only uh to be used mm-hmm. not respected or to be treated like an actual person Mm-hmm. Right, that that's that's a, that's how much you you put value into what or who she represents. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's the, that's the that's the real sad part. Like, I think every every male should have been like. 
this guy's a sucker. Mm. Yeah. First of all, he's pointing a gun at him. What? Why? Right. Yeah. Why are you fighting a woman? He fought Kelsey too. Mm-hmm. Apparently. Yeah. Why does beat up pretty bad? Like they said, right? Yeah. Chunks of hair missing. Apparently. Um, yeah, I, why I like we, what, aren't uh, we saying like this dude is a sucker and nobody should fuck with him because he's ready to beat up girls and we should beat him up. That used to be the thing. So I, I like what my son is calling it. Uh, uh, what does he call it? Uh, coward culture. Mm. Um, because that's what it looks like most people are subscribing to right now. Mm. Yeah, but I, um, you want to say last point? Yeah, I was going to say, like, uh, I, I was just, like, on Facebook and IG and just seeing, like, that whole coward shit, like, you know, and, and, and it, like, some of the, the the wild out conspiracies, it's just like, come on, son. Like, let, let's just call it what it is. Why is it easier to believe that Jay-Z yeah. is pulling some strings to, like, to fuck that, up Corey Lanes? You he didn't really sign a think he has time for that? Because he didn't sign a contract. <laughs> and I would have got away with it if it wasn't for you meddling kids. Like, like how the fuck? I don't know. I that one was uh, it's some Scooby Doo shit. Yeah. That was some real Scooby Doo shit. Coding <laughs> forty. Uh, we are going to sign off for this year. Uh, we'll see you in the new year. Any final words? Wow. Uh, it's been a up and down twelve months for myself. It's been an started a little crazy for us and and we're you know we're on the cusp of some great things this year uh i i just ask that listeners just keep listening keep supporting us and we we're gonna come hard this year man and make some big moves and just support dakota 40 you know in in what it means to you see y'all on the other side see you next year yeah uh that's basically that's all i gotta say rick last thought to 2022 it's been a great year it's been wonderful having conversations with you guys every week. I want to thank everybody who came on as a guest, who gave us their time and gave us their energy and, and gave us some knowledge along the way. And I hope that you gain something from these conversations. I hope that it's helped. I hope that it's made you laugh. I hope that uh, it lifted your spirits. And I hope you're going to check us next week. No doubt. Absolutely. So with that said, uh, thanks, everybody, for your continued support. I I did get one comment on IG uh, from a listener who said that he could not in good conscience support buying a T-shirt for 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 drug use. But he was willing to um, support our strip club habit. I told him that we would earmark his donation to go directly to the further further the education fund of candy or bubbles i think that's a great point yeah if you want us to earmark your contribution for a specific cause please let us know just text us and just say hey i i made a purchase but i want my money to go towards x contribution we will do that we will we will press a for drugs drugs. press Press b (laughs) for alcohol press C. c for strippers. Thank you for your donation. Uh, God bless you. Good night. We'll see you next year. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40. Tune in this and every Friday via your favorite platform for a new episode of Decoding 40. Go to www.decoding40.com 
Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. But don't keep it to yourself. Spread the word. Thank you for listening to Code and 40, goddammit.